You're listening to the Relationship-Centered Learning Podcast, a podcast to inspire and empower you to be a difference maker in a dysfunctional educational system. Hear weekly from adults and students who are having a radical impact in the education space as they share from their minds and hearts, giving us practical tools that we can take back to our classrooms and campuses. Here to take you outside the educational box is author, disruptor, and your host, Kevin Curtis. Welcome to the Relationship Center Learning Podcast, where we put relationships at the center of all learning. Hey, it's just another Mindset Monday, you, me, and the mic in a solo episode. And before we get into today's content, I want to invite you to our conference. We are having a virtual conference hosted July 13th and 14th, and we have an amazing lineup of speakers. And so if you're interested in finding out more to see who's speaking, to see what you can learn from our conference, please head over to our website at rclfir.com. RST.com. Click on the events there up in the corner and learn more about our virtual conference. It's not all day. It's only till two o'clock in the afternoon. Our breakout sessions are 45 minutes. Our keynotes are less than an hour. We're trying to find ways to engage you virtually, but also still giving you the tools that you need to form around social emotional learning, trauma-informed practices, restorative practices, and just putting relationships back at the center of all learning. So that segues me into today's episode. I was doing a virtual training this week, and we were in the, for us, gray model. That's our responsive model. And I was talking about when students make mistakes. And as I was using the terms, I found myself saying kids instead of students. And it was interesting because one of the participants had given me some feedback and said, it's so interesting to hear you unpack this today, because as you keep saying kids, kids make mistakes, kids make mistakes. I often think to myself, like, well, that makes sense. But when we use the term students, it puts a whole different connotation to the understanding that students make mistakes. And we got into this great conversation because, you know, my my philosophy that I've really started to transform to in this work is it's understanding that kids are going to make mistakes. And I and I'm surprised that we're surprised that kids make mistakes. It's only a matter of time. And in fact, their mistakes, whether it be behaviorally or academically, is what keeps us in business. And so what's interesting is, is thinking about the power of words. For when we say kids make mistakes, I think we lead with grace. I think we have that understanding. Oh, yeah, they're kids. They're going to make mistakes. But for whatever reason, when we flip that term and we say students, all of a sudden there is a complete, almost different expectation placed on them that they are supposed to be perfect that they're not supposed to be making mistakes. And it's interesting because school, when we grew up, we've always grown up with this connotation that in school, you know, we're supposed to meet expectations, to not make mistakes, to be the best student. And realistically, that's hard enough in life, let alone in a school. So it's interesting because I always think back when I start to work with these students that are struggling. For me, I don't want perfect students. I want students to grow, reflect, and own, and be accountable for their voice and their choice. And when I look at this, what I want our students to start to understand is, I don't expect you to be perfect. Because to me, I think that's unrealistic. And what happens is, is I've had many conversations over my 23 years in education where people will say, you know, like, I just want to make sure this student never does this again. So listen to their words. I just want to make sure that this student never does this again. I think in context, when you hear that, you're like, oh, okay, yeah, that yeah, perfectly sense. But actually, it doesn't because one, they're a kid. And two, how are we going to guarantee 
that they're not going to make a poor choice again. Cause that's really what you're saying. And to me, it would be like saying, I never want this kid to ever get a problem wrong again in my class. That's impossible. They're kids, they're growing. And to me, it's interesting because sometimes the correlation between academics and how they behave, you can definitely see they're a great student and they behave well. But it is interesting. Sometimes they can still be academically successful and make some poor choices when it comes to behavior or totally be poor choices in behavior and still struggle in academics. So it was just interesting that I didn't really necessarily pay attention to how I was truly unpacking it because to me, I just naturally say kids. But I do believe that the participant in the the training that was able to deserve the difference when I said these kids are going to make mistakes versus students make mistakes, there was a whole different connotation placed between those simple vocabulary words. So my message for you is short, simple, and sweet. When we look at our students, no matter what their age are, they're kids. And when we look at kids, we need to understand they're not going to be perfect. We don't have perfect adults. We have adults who struggle just like they do with kids. And to be honest with you, in education, I've had adults who have struggled more than kids. And to me, that's real life. And what I'm trying to preach and teach about this work is, where is the grace and understanding that kids are going to make mistakes, adults are going to make mistakes? And to me, about those mistakes, it's how we handle those mistakes and how we label those mistakes. And if we continue to think of students, not as kids, we're going to continue to struggle in giving grace, understanding expectations, and really giving kids an opportunity and a chance to do just that, be simply a kid. Hey, thanks for tuning in. I hope this was meaningful. I hope this made an impact on you today. I want you to go out and enjoy your time away from school. If you're out on summer vacation right now, to me, I just want to say again, thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for being an educator. From one educator to another, I cannot thank you for your commitment for kids, for making a difference, and for just being you. Take care. We'll get back with you next time.